What's going on, humans? Um, hey, y'all, this is Michelle, Chocolate Thunder, and I'm just coming to y'all live because we're about to record a very special episode. Um, today's today's guest is a local. I do locals or legends or both. And she, I would say she both. This is a local, born and raised in Austin, <laughs> Texas. This is my sister, guys. This is this is epic. If you've listened to old episodes, then you know this what? is a big deal. What? So okay. don't worry, okay. it's not a bad deal. I mean, it's not a bad thing. I mean, but uh, introduce yourself. Hey, who, who are you? Veronica Eke. I'm Michelle's <laughs> older sister. Yeah. So this is my first podcast. So I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. So this is something I just want to do for 2020. I just want to like interview people who've never done this. Um, it's fun. It's just a cool way to like get to know people who live in your city or whom you might have um, some sim- similarities with. I think representation matters. So you hear your voice or you hear your thoughts in someone else and you don't feel as crazy. Um, and like I mentioned before, some of the conversations I have are going to make you laugh. They might trigger you, motivate you. So just like be on the lookout for any of that. Um, today's topic is summaries of colorism. So we're going to talk a lot about colorism um, yeah. today. And we're siblings. We're 18 months apart. So there was, we're going to talk a little bit about like sibling rivalry. It might come up, but since we're 18 months apart, there was a lot of that, in my opinion, that wasn't like, um, we didn't want to be rivals. I think a lot of people like outside forces kind of like put us against each other, like without us knowing it. Yeah. At a young age, we had no idea, you know, but now that we're older, um, we've done a lot of like, um, research on ourselves and on like humans in general. We're kind of like, dang man, people were, um, trying to put us against each other with And a lot of it was like, Family, I feel like, or people close close to you. Um, so, um, anyways, we might get into that. But so, I have a series of questions that we'll just talk about. A lot of these questions I got from the website ourselves.com, ourselves.com, and this these are questions were written like two years ago. I want to say maybe now. Ourselvesblack.com. Yeah. Oh yeah. My bad. Oh yeah, she's right. Ourselvesblack.com. So it's kind of like um, these these questions were a couple of years old, but I I just like um, they were awesome tr- starting points. So I think we're just gonna talk about it and what colorism is like for the black community. If you don't know, we're both <laughs> black women, um, and if you know who we are, yeah, if you know who we are, you know that we're of two different skin tones. I'm of a darker skin tone. She's of a lighter skin tone, and just like. We're just going to talk about, like, what life was like through your eyes and my eyes. And, you know, see if there's any similarities or differences. Whatever. So my first question for my guest, mm-hmm. um, Veronica. Yeah. When did you notice colorism was a thing? Like, how old were you um, or anything like that? So, I'm speaking of colorism, I think I was, like, as young as maybe 10. I'll say, like, fifth grade fourth fifth grade I've noticed I noticed like colorism you know okay I noticed that you know we mostly grew around grew up around like you know white people mm-hmm. I was usually the only black girl yeah from like yep. pre-k up until maybe eighth grade which yeah. is oh, crazy that's a long time and then if it was another black person it'll be like me and another 
girl or boy. And it was just awkward all the time. Like, we were never friends <laughs> for some reason. And so, whatever. So, I, I did notice it, you know. And and it's sad. And, you know, and, um, yeah. So, I think colorism pretty much where, where it started. I think, of course, in slavery time. Yeah. You know, like the dark outside, oh, like true side. And I think it just That's carried on to, you know, generation to generation. And it's, it's so unfortunate for black people that we have to carry those curses you know, yeah. generation through generation. It does feel and like a just, curse, for sure. Now I think today is more toxic, you mm. know, and you know, like it affects like employment, um, mm. how people Ooh. are treated. That's deep. It does affect employment. Uh, you know, affect. I said infect, but both. Yeah, I, and feel, I just like, feel like the darker you are, the harder you have to work, and I and I and, I, and it's so unfortunate. Oh my god. And um, yeah. So that's that's how I look at colorism or whatever, and. Uh, that's how it started. That's when I noticed it. Yeah, I, I, like I, I wrote, I asked her, I said, I remember like, because um, Veronica lived in Houston for a while. Mm-hmm. And the community of like um, brown people, black people, black and brown people is like much larger than it is in Austin. Mm-hmm. And then she moved back to Austin um, years later. And she told me, like, I remember her saying, like, I didn't even, like, like pay attention to being black yeah. as much as I did till I, I moved back to Austin. And she's from Austin. Like, we're mm-hmm. both, you know, born in Austin, raised in Round Rock. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, not a world that we're unfamiliar with. But it isn't, it's kind of like you don't really notice it until you kind of, like, remove yourself and come back. Experience life. And so, I mean, like, going back to our, you know, elementary, you know, we went to Gaddis. Yes. Shout out After to Gaddis. Gaddis School Gaddis Elementary, we went to Old Town. We're always the only black girls. Oh, Lord. And so just going back, you know, I, I, I commend my parents because they never made me feel like I had to pay attention to color. Yeah. Um, and I never did. I, I went through life like, okay, I'm a human. And if they notice that I'm brown, okay, I didn't notice, you know. Right. And I didn't notice until I was out of high school, which is crazy. Like, I just remember, like, white kids would say things like, grab my phone. and like, let me see how many Shaniquas you have in your phone. And I didn't even yeah. notice that. I didn't even notice that because I just did not pay attention to yeah. things like that. I was in a box and did not know. Girl. And and you know honestly, I don't want to. I don't want my kids to be in a box like that. I want them to be fully aware of what's going on and what people are saying to them. Yes. And so like a lot of things went down, and I didn't know until I moved to Houston. I had to leave Austin. I went to Houston. Well, first I went to Southwestern Christian College, which yes. is a black college in Terrell, Texas, East Texas. Ooh la. And I was like, culture shock. But it was my people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... God, I've been here. This ooh. I actually fit in, but I feel like I'm an outcast. Yes, yes. Which is crazy. Mm. And then going back to Austin and kind of just growing up and experiencing life, I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I was like, not even aware... Like I'm literally... I was only a black... I was the only black person ever. You mm. know, until yeah. now. I don't know. Just like, you know, you know, just thinking about it and you just, you know, you kind of woke. It's like that term woke. I'm woke now. It's yeah. like, oh my gosh. Like, it's a, that's, I like that you say culture shock. Cause I feel yeah. like I went through that same experience when I was, um, like recently, like I, I'm in my thirties now mm-hmm. and I just, um, I spent like a couple of months teaching at this school that was very, a very black environment. And like, um, and you know, I grew up in Round Rock. I taught school as I taught theater arts like the, the most widest like private Christian school, and like go, leaving that and going to a whole nother environment was crazy. And I'm black, so I'm like, yeah, yeah this is about to be cool. But like, 
I had kids ask me, like, why do I sound like Siri when I talk? And, like, just certain things, just, like, the black community in general. Like, we are our own worst enemies in mm-hmm. that sense. Like, we don't. Yeah. It was, but that's where you realize, like, dang, these are my people. But, like, these, yeah, yeah. you feel more of a foreigner even they there. more about, you know. And I can't imagine being of a lighter skin tone. Yeah. Feeling that way in a different, you know, in a place like that. It's so, just like, just like, being light of light skin. You know, I go, I go through, I went to two different black colleges, first of all. And, you know. You sure did. I did. And then, you know, I go and I'm like, you know, they treat me because I'm light skin. They treat me as if I'm stupid. Yeah, or if I'm just, yeah. you know. I'm just an airhead or a Becky or something like that. And they treat me like that. And I had to prove myself and I had to be more vocal. I had to be more louder. I had to do too much to prove Mm -hmm. a point. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like it was unfair for me in a black community. But then when I go in the white community, I can just, I can talk more softer. And it's like, it's never, it's never a give and take. It's just, you know, it's a struggle. It's a struggle, you know? Yes. And it's colorism is mostly in the black community. And I, I, I truly feel like that. It's, yeah. it's in the black community. We always, you know, categorize ourselves. Okay, light skins and then black skins. And and good hair. Girl, she got good hair. She got good hair. She got this. She got that. And it should not be like that, you know? And I even catch myself and doing that. Like, yeah, saying that me kind too. Of it's like I'm, a natural ignorant, thing. And it's, it's honestly ignorant. But it's like, we are conditioned. Like I don't even know if it's ignorance at this point. Like, mm-hmm. we are just conditioned. Like, it's a part of our growing It's carrying on. It's in yeah. us. At this point, it's like you—you you, if you don't know better, you don't do better. And like yep. as we grow older, we we do know better and mm-hmm. we try to do better. But it is so ingrained in our community and in our culture, mm-hmm. um, and especially as women. Like, like I, I have more questions, and we'll get to it. But like, um, my next question is: we we kind of answered it. Like, what is colorism? Is colorism just about like preference? Is it just about what you prefer? Or, or is it about like black women being hypersensitive to how we look, like to mm-hmm. our appearance? Like, are we? Yeah. Like you kind of mentioned it. Like, will I have to work harder on this job because I'm a darker, you know, color? Or is it going to be easier for me to get along with these men because yeah. I'm a lighter skin tone yeah. or these women? Yeah. Um, and it, I mean, like, and it's been a, like times where I've been around like you know all white girls and I'm hanging out with them and stuff like that and they'll make a comment about a darker skinned person hello I'm black I'm sitting right here yes. and they were like well Veronica you're not that dark so like I'm not I'm God. supposed to just disregard that story of my life this is, and I'm like yes. no I'm still a black person and I'm very offended yes oh my like, God. like watch your mouth you know it's just things like that and it's very sad it, it is but you grow up in Round Rock it's kind of like you're, you're but I feel like the black community we're just as bad man you know and it doesn't even like I've, I've been around black people and it's just as bad like that brings me to my next question which is kind of like what i was talking about like um are men subject to colorism and its effects like what i mean by that is like i think about like ha- celebrities like um yeah. kendra lamar like mm-hmm. his wife is light-skinned and he got a lot of backlash like is she even black like you rap about this and that but your wife ain't even black yeah. da, 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 or and like, not even that just i mean men have to go through that black men like light-skinned men they they just like they like have to Drake, go through- <laughs> we be talking dirty about Drake. <laughs> like they're considered sensitive and emotional. Sensitive, and just, yes, because they're and the black like- men are like the alpha males and they're just the dominance, you know, of the culture, yes. you know. So, you know, yeah, they have to go through that. They ha- they are subject to co- colorism. I I feel that I feel that too, but I feel like also. Man, like, I just think about, like, interracial, like, marriages and situations. Like, how colorism plays a factor in that. Like, Mm -hmm. how some, you know, black men may feel like 
they made it because they their significant other or their girl whoever is not bl- a black person. Yeah. Like I don't know if they're if there's active thought. Yeah, they... and I've been around, speaking of that, it's, it's so crazy how I've been around things and people say things around me, but now with my mentality now, and I'm just like, I cannot believe yeah. I even let that happen. Go oh, down in so front of me. Me. oh my God. You know what I mean? Nice I, I stay up in bed like guys, dang. black guys be around me. Okay? Girl. Again, I'm hanging around with white girls. It always happens it's when okay. I'm just the only one around. We from white Round Rock. You know what I mean? Like, I'll hear black guys like, well, I don't date. Um, I, I'll hear black guys saying, I don't date black girls. That ain't my that ain't my thing. Yes. Okay. They'll just bone Hello. you. Hello, I'm whatever. sitting right here and I'm black as hell. Yeah. I'm a fifth. But they feel comfortable <laughs> saying that sometimes and because you're like, not super black. I know. To them, and I'm just like, that quotes. is not okay though. You it's know? Not. And it's very sad. I can't even like put into words how ang- how it angers me in my heart. That you will sit there and your mom is black as hell. Yes. And you want to sit here and talk about you don't date black women. Yeah. No, I So would you say then with your mama's in the room? Would you say that then? Oh, ooh, good question. No, I feel like that literally just happened to me. I was hanging out with this dude, my my, my friend, I almost said his name. But um, we were hanging out and um, he was like, you know, I, I would never like want to have a family with a black woman. Like I could never have a and this is, is a so black guy. Sad. This is a black man. I'm like like, we recorded an episode, but I was like, nah, I can't air it. Because it was so hard. Like, he was mansplaining everything and talking over me. Like, it's okay that we talk. You know, sometimes we'd be passionate. We'd be interrupting. That's, like, natural conversation. And that's, like, beautiful. If you're an actor, that's, like, beautiful moments on stage when there's, like, overlapping talking, whatever. But, like, in real life, sometimes it's like, okay, chill. And he'd be like, ah! Like, he'll talk over me like that. Like, okay, n- nigga, you loud. Like, we hear you. Yeah. And, like, he was saying stuff like that. And I was like, wow, this guy really confidently thinks like this and, and you're a black okay. man like yeah. somebody poisoned you to think that way yeah like get outside of your comfort zone and like mm-hmm. and it's not even like being uncomfortable it's like you're from blackness like i don't know like black people man it's just a, we have it hard we have it hard out here and we make it hard for ourselves a lot of the time yeah it don't have to be and it don't have to be and i and i and i just refuse though honestly and, and a lot of people can get mad at me but i just refuse hey, to get trigger involved us. in it I, I i refuse to get invested in it trigger us you can think what you want to think of me because i'm black you can think what you want to because think, they're going to anyway but i don't care right and i'm gonna raise my children to not care and i have a five-year-old at this moment he does not care Ciao. He black as hell, and he don't he's care. He's like, uh, I'm from Nigeria. He's the only he two. Straight up it's, only, it's him and another black. Actually, he has two black kids. Okay, we moving right, up. So right. it's like three black kids. <laughs> it's three black kids in his class, and he does not. I mean, yeah, he does speak about like you know. He says, "Mom, you know, it's the brown, the brown kid." But you know, he does speak on yeah. color. He does define person by their color. Like not, not, not. But define I feel like he's them. starting to be proud about it. But like he's the proud black of it. Thing. He's proud of it. He's he's interested. He's young. He's five, and he's so engaged. Like he's so engaged of who he is and he wants to know more yeah and so i i admire that and that just speaks on how i'm raising him him and his father like we're so invested in our children and having them understand their roots and i think that all black families should do that yeah i feel like you should speak about it yes but also he has a loving heart and he does not like you know he does not oh i can't hang around he doesn't feel out like an outcast because he's around just white people or right, just this right, people right he plays sports and everything around everyone yeah and i feel like my parents they did that but i feel like you know it could have been more talk we more, could have had more exposure more like, straight exposure up. more um real authentic conversations yep you know like more real like more um, like what we're doing right now we didn't yeah. ever do this as just children. sit and talk with your children that's why i was like we have to do this about episode, life please. 
No, I, you know, that's real. Like that was. So they don't feel like you know, be, they they don't feel like they're less of a person because of the color of their skin. Yeah, because people are gonna you know? try to do that. Okay, till we die. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna PB. Like, I'm sorry, um, vanilla people, white, so, you know. I feel like they, as a culture, there's a lot of fear. And I don't know if it's fear of projection or re, re, um, um, regret or whatever. There's a lot of, like, shame that they can't hold on to. So they want to give it to you so that you can hold on to it. And mm. it's too much. Yeah. It's like we already got our own, yeah. um, we got our like, own family trauma, like, yeah, cyclical yeah. trauma that has happened years and years and years that we have to, like, deal with. Um, generational trauma. Yeah, like, yeah. There's too much of that. So... You know, the world is, it's a heavy place, but like colorism, you know, I was talking to my friends just about like how much we give things power that don't need it. And like the color of your skin, exactly. how, how petty can we be? Yeah, yeah. And that's why I just refuse to invest in it. It's you like, there's no, think of me. I'm still going, gonna cause you're going to do that anyway. I'm still going to do what I got to do. Yes, to child. survive in this, this world, you know, but yeah. I, um, and this is the last question. It's kind of like, we're going to touch on sibling rivalry just for like a quick second. Um... Like, okay, what do you think causes, like, a sibling to have, like, a rivalry? Like, I feel like a lot of it is sometimes outside entities and that's, interfering exactly. that you don't realize as a young age. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. there should be, like, some type of competition yeah, yeah. or and tug, of, tug and, of war. And that's another thing. I, I go back on, you know, me being a mother, even though my children are four years apart, my child is very light-skinned. She's very light-skinned. Oh, I'm Lord. light-skinned, but she's lighter than me. And then child. my son is brown. He's very a darker brown. And they even, he even sees that when she came yes. out, he was like, why is she that color? Now? <laughs> and I'm like, and I, you know, it's all about authentic and transparency and Conversation. just talk with your children. Yep. Communication. And so you don't carry those toxic thoughts, yes. you know? And so like, I, I, you know, that's how, that's when it starts. When you don't talk with your children, okay, your kids are 18 months apart. That means find some activities and bonding moments. Yep. So they can bond and be a team. I, I know siblings that are 18 months, 12 months, 13 months apart. I know some. And they're very close. They're very mm. close all their lives. And that, that, that just, you know, reflects on their parenting. And I'm not saying mom and dad were bad parents. They no. Every, being a parent is a learning process. It is Trust hard. me, that, I understand. That is hard. But at the same time, you have to find ways to bond, have your children bond with each other instead of compete with each other. If your children have different, you know... That's um, real right here. If your children have different, you know, interests... You know, find ways to support, like, let's support your sister today because your sister wants to do theater, okay? Well, let's support your yeah. Veronica today because Veronica wants to, she has a track meet today or something. God, Just yeah. find bonding moments. That's another bonding moment by supporting each other. Yeah. So I think that's another way to, if your your children are the, that close in age in different colors, color oh, skin tones. Oh, for sure. I think that's a way to help them bond. Build unity. And, 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 and avoid the rivalry because they wouldn't have to feel that way because they weren't taught that way. And it wasn't conditioned in their system right. to think about it, right? You know, and I think that's what causes sibling, um, you know, sibling robbery. Definitely, I definitely. Oh, that's well said. I'm like, dang, okay, she going in. Um, do you think colorism plays a part in sibling robbery? Like, yes. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of mentioned that. It's yeah. Basically, because I feel like growing up, it does. Like I, I, I always make this joke, and I even probably said this on a podcast. Like growing up, people will be like. 
Veronica, who are you dating now? And then me, they'd be like, what book are you reading? Like, mm-hmm. you're darker, you're more chocolate. There's yeah, yeah. no way you have a boy in your life. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's or what I'm saying. Like, it's, you know? it's so offensive. It's like, like you they just are make so... these assumptions for you. So then it's you so young. So I'm not smart. I can't read a book. Right. I can't go read a book. So I'm thinking in my head as a young age, like, yeah, I should be reading. Like, yeah, you, they yeah. make these, they put these thoughts in your head. So you, yeah, yeah. you know, so you you're start young. Like you start thinking, like, I should be. Like, pe- I shouldn't like, even I think be thinking pe- about boys. Adults need to be really cautious of how they speak to children. Yes. Like, don't be just people saying like, oh, they're a kid. Around them. Yeah. They Trust understand. Me. People don't like me, especially in educational settings, because I don't talk to kids like, hi, what, what's your favorite color? It's like, yeah. I talk to them, whatever, they, if they're in kindergarten or, you know, 12th grade, like, I'm going to talk to you like a human. You are first. raising your future. And that's how I they feel really like I'm raising are. good citizens. I want my children to not focus on that. Yes. And speak to them with respect. respect They're a child. Key, They're a child. You know, and and you know, I don't know. Adults I, play a big part in the in, in the oh, kids, absolutely. people behind them. You know, absolutely because like it's like nobody asked to be born, but we're here. We are. But so here we are. This yeah. is our mission now to live and to be like effective human beings until we pass. Yeah, yeah. And it's like okay, I don't know. Like we all look at life so differently, mm-hmm. but I mean. It's hard being a child because you don't know. You don't know what you just going where they take you. Yeah. And as an adult, it's like so many people take advantage of that. Yeah. That's a that's a whole other episode. It's really sad. But yeah, like this was good. This was really like informative even for me. I learned a lot. Um, Okay, we're gonna we're about to get into our next segment. Like, if you listen, you you know this is our unfriend of the week. So we're gonna do an unfriend of the week. Um. Right after this commercial. All right. Okay, we back. And so the next segment we about to do is um, called the unfriend of the week. And so the way that we... Um, or I typically do it is like if there's someone like someone or something like on your social media that you stopped following because they're a distraction or they're bringing you down or they're annoying or whatever, then you stop. But also this week, I kind of want to do like um, it doesn't have to be like a friend or somebody on social media. It could be a thing like a habit or something you want to get rid of for the week or for the new year, for the rest of your life. Whatever, like, is there something that you're trying to drop or someone you're trying to drop right now? Um, so I'm going to ask our guest, Veronica, like, is there an unfriend or an unthink of the week of the year of your life that you're trying to get rid of? Um, I will, I guess I will say that, um, sorry, yeah, what, I'm I'm like, what I'm trying to unfriend of in my life, I don't want to consider it like unfriend, but just kind of just get rid of, yeah. and that's toxic reality tv i am so i am like anyone that knows me knows i am so addicted to like loving hip-hop why though can you tell me why because it's just entertaining it's like who fights in public like full-blown fight in public like i'm talking about like throwing cups like the way they fight in public is like throwing cups and it's just is that real though i I don't think it's real but i at one point it was almost like wwe yeah like some people that watch wwe is so they think that stuff is so real I'm sorry if I offended anyone because there's people like my father-in-law. He thinks that's so real. I'm like, it's hey, not real. No. But but I I was I, I understand where he's coming from because I honestly thought Love and Hip Hop was real. And I'm like, this is not, this cannot. 
it's been times I'll watch it and I'm like, okay, she just had a black black socks on. Now she got gray. This oh, ain't real. You be really watching it. Yeah, I be watching it like that. Socks. Yes, I be watching it. So anyways, I just had to stop watching that kind of stuff and like following that stuff on Instagram. Okay. I had to unfollow it because I couldn't even op- open Instagram. I'll just open it in H-E-B and her ass is out. I'm just like, you know there what? Go. That's so true. H-E-B Ain't nobody fixing to judge me. <laughs> so um, I just had to just, uh, had to get rid of it. It was it was starting to affect my attitude and my marriage and just mm. like my friendships mm. and just like my attitude was just bad. And I'm just like, look at me acting like loving hip hop. And my husband used to say that when I used to get mad at him. He'd be like, okay, don't be acting like them loving hip hop uh, women, or you know. And I'm like, you know, I used to get mad and offended about like, don't, don't um, demean my character, <laughs> you know. And I'm just like, but he's right. Like, you know, you you find you are what you watch, you are what you listen to, yeah, you are you what you ingest, are around, like what you intake. Yeah. So I, I really had to unfriend that kind of stuff. And and I I, I you know I, I take a little glance every now and then. I'm like, let me let me see what they up to. No, but it's good that you're trying to... You know, to I just had to stop. I have to better myself. I'm a mom. Been my whole life, yeah. You were obsessed with, uh, <laughs> with reality just, TV. So I love reality that, TV. So I do watch reality TV, but I watch more like like family-oriented things. Okay. Like, you know, different type of like reality shows now. Like my 600-pound life? No, I don't watch that. Because, <laughs> child, I'm addicted. But I do watch 90 Day Fiance. And I do watch, you Ooh, know, more, more chill stuff. It ain't chill, chill, but, you know, it's yes. like... It ain't just, like, crazy... It is crazy, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I mean, reality TV in general is gonna be crazy because reality is. crazy. I love reality TV. I just love it. I'm just I'm an addict, and anyone that knows me knows I love reality TV. I mean, it's come a long way. It's like, come a long remember, way. Remember Sweet Life with uh, yes. uh-huh. Nicole and Paris? Yep. Golly, uh, if you have Tubi, T U B I, it's an app. You can watch that for free, child. Yep. Um, but anyways, yes, reality. Okay, so that's cool. Um, my unfriend of the week, I, I don't know if I have one this week, but it, it would have to be the same thing. Like, um, I'm just going to kind of go back to like, I don't know, uh, like old habits that I want to like, it's just really like, yeah, the same thing you get on Instagram and there's like, but like somebody yeah. ass or like boobs yeah, yeah. out. It's just, it's too just much. so crazy. It's the new I'm Tumblr. Like, it's the yeah, new yeah. Tumblr. And I'm like, all right, guys, we get it. Like I like body, body positivity is my thing, but sometimes I'm an HEB and I'm not trying to see you when do I just, all of that. You know how when you try to like avoid small talk and you just kind of get on Instagram? Yeah. Oh, I can't Lord. even do that. You can't even avoid small talk with somebody's butt right there. I can't even get right on there. Instagram. Because then they're going to be asking you, so what? So who's, so whose ass is that? Yeah. Okay, stop. Or like, oh so, my gosh. Yeah. So yeah, there, anyway. so there's, there'll be plenty. I'm sure like somebody, it's only the fresh beginning of 2020, so there will probably be other people to annoy you and you can unfriend. So yeah. if you don't know anything, think about like a habit, like check your check your f- following list right now. Who's asking to be your friend right now? Do you know them? Do you want to be their mm-hmm. friend? I don't Decline. follow nobody. I don't, I don't accept nobody. I got a lot of stuff. Because I post my kids too not, much. Guys. I post stop. my kids, and I yeah. ain't trying to have my kids on somebody's random page. So there's a lot of weirdos out there. Like, I know. Um, it's you know, and this crazy. is coming from a weirdo saying that. So yeah. guys, hello. Um, <laughs> okay, so my last, the last thing we're gonna do before we wrap it up, because this was really fun today. Um, the last thing I want to do is a segment called "Listen, Read, Watch." Mm-hmm. So basically, you tell me what are you listening to. And it could be like music or like a podcast. An audiobook can kind of go in between, like, to read and listen. Because sometimes books are... You you can listen to a book. Um, but if you're reading, like, actual tangible books, you can tell us about that. And then watching. What are you watching? Um, what are you, like... You know, what's stimulating your eyeballs? So, we, let's start with listen. Um, 
So what are you listening to? Right now. Music-wise or whatever. Music-wise, you know, I don't really... I don't know what's going on with me. I'm going through a transition in my life right now. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of letting... I'm, I'm letting go of rap music a lot. I don't go out oh, anymore. this is a big deal, guys. I know, I know. If you know her, you know this is a big deal. I know. And I'm going... And I, like I said, I'm going through a really big transition. And, it, and it's hard for my husband to even go through that transition with me because he's still on it, that rap music. And I'm just like, I don't know. I think it's yeah. me. I think it's just me. I'm a mom. And I, I said it all the way, but that is my life. Like, they yeah. are always with me. Yeah, And I'm matters. trying to raise them right. And yeah. I, I see too much talk. So I'm, as a teacher, I see it. So I'm not really listening to anything. But I do listen to my Nigel music. I Nigel. do. Nigel. I do Afro listen beats. to my... Um, I do listen to my Nigerian music. I do because it's happy music. You have you your favorite be, any artist that's like your of course, person. Uh, Fino is my one okay. of my all time favorites. Okay, and Fino. then you know he was like my, the main guy in my wedding, and okay. you know flavor like the typical you know Davido. Yeah, and um, a, like a local artist actually that's coming up that comes. He has amazing song right now out on Yememe. I wish he was listening to this right now. He has a song right now called. Um, let me see. Let me get we can my take name. a minute. It's all good. Okay, and it kind of just means let's go, like let's go. You In know, what, what like language? let's go, like it's Evo. Okay. And it's just like just let's go through life, you know. Like it's it's about a guy just speaking his words to his wife, to his like this girl, you know. And he adores her, and he's like, you know, let's just go through life, like worry free, whatever. I, I love the song. It's a beautiful song. I wish it was out when I was getting married. Cause that's great. I love it. It's a, such a good song. And I wish he was listening to this. And I'm actually going to reach out to him after this. Shout out. And so... Um, What's his name? Onye Meme. Shout out to you. I'm not going to say that because I'm not, I'm not mm-hmm. going to do it right now. Yeah, okay, so that's, that's awesome. I mean, that's pretty much what I'm listening to right now. Like, okay. again, I'm, I'm going through a transition right now, so, you Shout know. Shout out to transitions, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to figure things out right now. Good. Yeah. That's what life is for. What about anything that you're reading? Are you reading anything that's, like, cool or intriguing? Or, like, even listening to audiobooks I'm obsessed with audiobooks yeah yeah and I'm not um, an audiobooks fan but I, I or even podcasts I feel like I need, I need to invest in that you know yes. so I can get things done because I'm I, obsessed I do a lot of sitting and reading now um which is kind of hard because you know I'm busy so um right now I'm reading Rhythms of Renewal by Rebecca Lyons it's Ooh. about stress and anxiety and that's like story of my life I'm always stressed I'm always having anxiety but this book helps me cope with that um, it helps, it asks basic questions, like a journal book, like it, it, after every chapter, it just gives you a, you know, a brief guiding questions, you yes. know, to help me, yes. um, understand the chapter and it, and it's, it's such a good book. I don't want to spoil it, you know, but, um, I just say, Hey, if you're stressed, if you're stressed, if you have a high anxiety, if you have test anxiety, life anxiety, anything that just stresses you the F out, mm-hmm. um, definitely reach out. This book is called Rhythms of Renewal by Rebecca Lyons. And nice. that's the kind of books I read now, you know, just, you know, devotionals, um, you know, books that help me better myself as a woman, nice. a black woman. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. What, what, anything else you're reading? Oh, um, the becoming, becoming um, by oh. Michelle Obama. She actually has a journal out now. Hey, what? A, oh, she has a becoming yes. journal. So if you didn't know and that, go cop so that. I got it for Christmas from my daughter's mother, um, godmother, Nena. Thank Shout you, to Nena. Nena. I love you. Nena's awesome. Yes, and she will be listening. So Shout hi. out to Nena. What up, girl? She gave me this journal because she knows like what I'm going through right now. I'm just trying to like grow. And so, um, it just asks you like little questions. Like the first page is like, what's your story and how have you learned 
to embrace it. So I just oh, kind of introduce that. myself where I come from and where I am today. And so I just, I start my journal off from there. Great. I think every woman that wants to have a story or has a story should definitely invest in this. Journal. I shout out, I mean, shout out to stories. That's why I, I do podcasts because yeah. I, I just want to talk to like random people. Like this is my si- sibling. We don't have this. I mean, we'd be talking deep, but like, um, we don't ever record it. We'll so. be recording it, especially in our thirties. Like if you listen to my older podcasts, you realize that like, these are some of our better years as like yeah. siblings. Like we get along so much more than we ever have in our lives. Mm-hmm. So this like sto- the story of your life is it's important, even if you feel like it isn't. Because I feel like that almost every day. Like oh my god, why am I alive? Why am I breathing? But like yeah. it's, it's cool to like have a journal where you can like sit with your thoughts and write yeah, it yeah. down. Journaling is like the best. Oh my god, I started journaling in 2017 and it's been the best. Yes. Shout out to my mom because she knew I was going through it in 2017. Girl. And I will never forget that year. Um and I I really since that time, I think I've really figured out where I want to go in my life. And I love that. Journaling is like the best. I think everyone should invest in it. Yes, at least five minutes a day. I remember my first day, I was like, uh, what am I about to write? I don't, it was it just was crazy, weird but... at first, yeah. But it's cool to go back because I did that at the beginning of the year. I went back and read like um, yeah. journal entries I wrote mm-hmm. this time last year and it's like crazy yeah, yeah. how some of it might feel the same and some of it is so different. Like, how did I think like that? And but... then the time is so dire. It feels so important in that moment mm-hmm. and you realize like, okay, life is just so like, it's life is crazy and we yeah. hope we give things power that don't need all the power that we yeah. give it. So that's, that's journaling is cool to like literally you see your thoughts on paper. So it's cool because sometimes you think about stuff and you don't remember what the heck you was thinking about. But you write it down, and it's cool to go back. So that's cool that Michelle. Shout out to Michelle Obama mm-hmm. for having a journal for it's that. It's such a good book. It's such a good journal. Such a good journal. But do you have any other anything else you're reading? Or? I mean, just other devotionals. Like um, I have another devotional called the The Better Mom. Um, for shout out to the moms that are listening moms. today. Moms, yeah. Um, it's just shaping your hearts, shaping your little ones' hearts. How you speak to your children, what you are saying around your children. Like little things, just being mindful of it. Um, really and it gives matters. you a lot of scripture. It gives you a lot of scripture. Isaiah, um, the book of Isaiah has become like a really good book for moms. Um, yeah, if you're a mom listening to this book, I would definitely invest in this. Believer too. The Better Believer. Mom by Ruth Schwab. Schwink. <laughs> What's her name? Golly. Schwink. Child, look, Ruth, Ruth is vanilla because we can't say your name, Ruth. Okay. But shout out to Ruth, okay? The Better Mom devotional. And I'm going to put these, like, I'm going to either put these on my Instagram, like, pictures of them, or um, put the titles of them. So yeah. you, you'll be able to see Just them. Just for the, the moms. I know I talk about mom It's like okay, lot, like, so. I, I, I'm not a mom, but I, I, I can't imagine. Like, being a mom is it's tough. literally life. So It's not hard. You, it's it, not easy. I can't imagine. But it gets easy. It gets easier as the days. Child. As they get older, it gets easier. Uh, no, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. what about, are you, do you want to, any, anything else you're reading? Um, no. Okay, what about watching? Are you watching anything in particular that's got your, caught your eye? Or, you know, it, it could be anything like anything on Netflix or Disney Plus or TV um, um, whatever. I'm not know? a TV watcher, which is crazy. That's like, not crazy. if it ain't reality TV, like my basics, I'm not watching really TV. You know, I like again, I do watch 98 Fiance. Okay, um, TLC. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think what else will I watch. That's you, really. You just finished You season two on Netflix. You season two. Oh, I was watching the Kevin Hart. This Kevin Hart recent Kevin okay, Hart documentary. Yeah, on Netflix. So, 
It, it just, I just really love Kevin Hart. I haven't anyway. watched it, but I've heard nothing but good about Hilarious. it. Hilarious. Like, he's someone I can legit hang with all day long. Cool, but like, cool, I watched cool, that, cool. whatever, and about, you know, his, you know, his scandal that, you know, about his wife, yeah. whatever. I just loved it. I was just like, just, he's just, just being the, real. the transparency, like his group, his circle, like everyone wants to have like a positive circle around him. He has that circle. And he just yeah. spoke about that, you know. And he's how like brother. He he knows boundaries. He's mm-hmm. very like he- healthy in a way. Yeah, yeah. And it's just the, the growth, his growth. Yeah, he exactly. went from like he's grown. Started from the bottom. Person. Now we, you know, and it's just like I I, I enjoy watching that. He's grown into that person because he had to have a lot of take a lot of L's to get mm-hmm. to where he is now. And just like just the story of like how Tiffany Haddish didn't have nothing. Yeah, yeah. And her story is a is a beautiful story too. And she, have you read her book? No, I have not. But and I, I keep hearing it, about I, it. I haven't finished it, but I started it. Like, yeah, I keep hearing about it too. So I need to. But I haven't finished it because I was scared. I'm like, what if I don't like it? And I think that's why I didn't finish it. But it's yeah. called The Last Black Unicorn. Okay. Yeah. Oh, she yeah. has two books. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's one of them. But that's what's cool. the other one called though? I want to say it's called something like She Ready or, or that could be a stand up. Mm, I don't okay. know, but I have it on my I have it on my audiobooks. Okay. I have them both because I watched I watched her interview with David Letterman. Okay. Speaking of watches, she he, David Letterman's like my next guest is he did like Kanye season two. He did like Kanye, Jay Z. I don't know if Jay Z's season one or two. But then he did Tiffany Haddish and her story is just amazing. Mm-hmm. And she, even to this day, will get choked up about it. Because it's a crazy... I mean, I can't imagine... Like, life is so unpredictable when you think about where you were and where you are now. Good yeah, or yeah. bad. It's like, wow. Yeah, yeah. It kind of happens seamlessly. Mm-hmm. Like, it happens... You blink your eyes and you're where you are yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I enjoy... I, I enjoy watching Kevin Hart. Because, like, just looking back, you know, even at my own story. My yeah. own life. You know, my, I'm just, you know, Veronica, but... Just looking at my own story and where I am now, I'm just like, oh my god! I, I cannot sibling, believe. It's crazy. I just you have two kids and they're I have so a story cute. to tell my children. Like you know, graduating yeah, college really late. Good. You know, I just graduated college and I'm just like, I have a story to tell my children the importance the of education. You did it. You finished. Yes. You know how many people like. The f- fear takes over so yes. many people's lives. Yeah. And now that we have social media. And I have children. I had I graduated with two children. I'm like, how freaking hard. Girl. You know, but I did, I had to do it. Yeah. I was like, if I want a better life, you know, I have to do it. Yeah. And you did it. Just putting your mind to it. And then just thinking about like, okay, life is going to be harder. Like this, this is a perfect segue to the last thing I want to talk about is like, if you have any advice Mm -hmm. or anything you want to give to just like anyone listening, shout out to my listeners, especially if you've listened this far. Yeah. Especially. Um, We rambled on and sorry. That's what my podcasts are about. Anybody who knows me knows. We banter. I banter i like to just talk and if you want to listen listen you can be cleaning you could be taking a dump right now you could be cooking do whatever you got to do but if you have any advice for anyone listening or just people in the world uh advice for 2020 let's just take it year by year i just say like you know it's a new century that's that alone should tell you like you know what this century i'm going to stop the toxic Whatever, I can't even talk anymore. I've had too much wine. No, me too. But That's what, what it's I'm about, saying baby. Is like just you know, let's break the cycle. Break you know, let's, let's, start, let's start something new with the for the black community. Come on, black, and like let's do something better for our community. Let's do something better for our children. I'm all about the children. What does that look like to you? Doing something better. What do you watch? How we speak to them. Okay. Watch who we who we bring around them. Okay. You know, like don't yes. just be having anybody babysit your kids because you just need, you need to do something. Come on now. You know how many times I take my kids with me my kids will go with i will ref, i will go through hell with the kids and right stressed there. out and <laughs> i will have my kids with me before i like just a random keep my kids 
you know? And, and my kids are very well behaved because of that. Because I bring them every... They, they went to night class with me. I mean, Hendrix yeah. is sitting right there with me. Like, I got class tonight. You about to sit here. Yeah. And it's all about just bonding with your, ch- your child. Yeah. It's all about it. Let's break those curses. Let's yes. break it. Let's break it. That's and a, moms, that's... single moms, I commend you. Because I don't even think I can do it by myself. I don't... I don't... I, I just tell myself... Shout out to I'm you. I'm married to a football coach. And I'm just a single mom during football season. I'm like... <laughs> A single yeah. mom, y'all do this every day. Yeah, so shout out to y'all. y'all, man, because y'all are just the strongest women. I have so much respect. I have a lot of friends that are single moms. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you. I love you so much because my best friend was a single mom for years before she married her husband. Mm-hmm. And I just have so much respect for her. And her hus- her son is amazing. Yes. Jonas, my godson. Okay, I, I love you, about- baby. Oh, yeah. I love that family. It's a great family. So yeah, I just I just feel like you know advice I give um, just to black women. Let we we got this. Yes, we got this. We got this. Let's do let's do let's do better. You know, and we we've come so far. Like I I just I watch TV sometimes as documentaries, and I just see these black women. I watch news, and I just see these black women coming up, and I just be like, look at you go. Yeah. You know, like you if you just sit there, you see like a black. like a news reporter or something like, girl, look at you go. I think about that all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just watch Even like Family Feud, when black families win, I'll be like, yes. Yes. Win. So I'll just be like, you know what? We Shout just, out to we're you. We're rooting for you, everybody. Like, yeah, yeah. Just more rooting and less like, you know, tooting and attitude. Like, yeah, yeah. Less negativity, more positivity. Let's be more positive. Like, we have to be, I mean, we literally. Let's be more forgiving and loving got. and just full-hearted. We all we got, yeah. black people. We all we got. And, like, people in general, because I know I have a lot of people who aren't black who listen. So, like, shout out to you. But, like, if you're not black, you're not a person of color in general. Like, and the people that are not black, you know, like, shout out to you, too. Because, I mean, like, it's, we, we should all be one anyways. We shouldn't, we shouldn't invest in our time. We're giving in, things power that don't yeah, need yeah. power. We shouldn't invest in color like that. We should all right. be treated equally. But, I mean, that's easier said than done. Like be and willing to have the hard that. conversations. Be willing to talk to people who don't look like and you. And don't feel awkward around a black person. Child. It's okay. I mean, I don't know. Preface it with like, I don't even know what you preface it with when you white. It's careful. You got to be careful, child. But I, I, I just think, um, open your heart and open your minds. That goes for all, yeah. all of us. We yeah. all could do that. Um, I could talk about this forever. Yeah, I can too. But this was so fun today. Like, shout out to everybody who listened, especially if you listened this far. You the goat. Um, today was so much fun. Um, tune in um, next time for more summaries with Chalk. Thank you guys again. You rock. Have a good one. Peace out.